0: Say what again? Say what again? I dare you! I double dare, dare you, motherfucker! Love be you beautiful people! you be beautiful people! Welcome back to whatever. Welcome back to whatever. The show where I talk about this whatever. The show, where I talk about whatever. This is a tasty burger. Tasty burger. Tasty burger. Tasty burger. Hello, you beautiful people! Welcome back to whatever. The show where I talk about whatever. My name is Cameron. Hey, Dick. Alright! Now why did I blow out your eardrums just now? Because I'm gonna be talking about one of my favorite video games of all time, the Legend of Zelda series. I'm gonna be going through each game, talking about some of my favorite moments, what are my personal favorite games, where would I rank them all, and just some general facts about the game. So if you really like Legend of Zelda, stay tuned for all that Hey, hey, look! alright Legend of Zelda whoo Legend of Zelda I could go on for days and days about the Legend of Zelda it's like I said it's my favorite Zelda game or it's my favorite video game series of all time one of my top if we're only regarding Nintendo properties but uh so what is Legend of Zelda you may be asking well The Legend of Zelda is a high fantasy action-adventure game. Let me start that over. The Legend of Zelda is a high fantasy action-adventure video game franchise created by Japanese game designers Shigeru Miyamoto and Takashi Tezuka. It is primarily developed by and published by Nintendo, although some portable installments and re-releases have been outsourced to Capcom, Vanpool, and Grezzo. The gameplay incorporates action adventure and elements of action RPG games. The series centers on the various incarnations of Link, a courageous young Hylian man with pointy elf like ears, and Princess Zelda, a magical princess that is the mortal reincarnation of the goddess Hylia, as they fight to save the magical land of Hyrule from Ganon, an evil warlord turned Demon King, who is the principal antagonist of the series. Ganon wishes to use the Triforce, a sacred relic left behind by the three goddesses that created Hyrule to remake the world in his own dark image. When gathered together, the power of the Triforce can grant any wish its user desires. However, if someone with a heart that does not possess a balance of the three virtues of power, courage, and wisdom attempts to touch the Triforce, it will split into three triangles and bond with three people whose hearts embody the required virtue. Although their personalities and backstory differ from game to game, the incarnations of Link and Zelda often have many traits in common, such as Link often being left-handed and associated with the color green, while Princess Zelda is often a member of the royal family. While the conflict with Ganon serves as a backbone for the series, some games have featured other settings and antagonists, with Link traveling or being sent to those other lands in their time of need. Since the original Legend of Zelda was released in 1986, the series has expanded to include 19 entries on all of Nintendo's major game consoles, as well as a number of spin-offs. An American animated TV series based on the games aired in 1989, and individual manga adaptations commissioned by Nintendo have have been produced in Japan since 1987. The Legend of Zelda is one of Nintendo's most prominent and successful franchises, Several of its entries are considered to be among the greatest video games of all time. Now, fun fact, how Zelda came to be. The Legend of Zelda was principally inspired by Shigeru Miyamoto's explorations as a young boy in the hillsides, forests, and caves surrounding his childhood home in snobby Japan, where he ventured into forests with secluded lakes, caves, and rural villages. Oh, God, excuse me. Including, or according to Miyamoto, one of his most memorable experiences was the discovery of a cave entrance in the middle of the woods. After some hesitation, he apprehensively entered the cave and explored its depths with the aid of a lantern. Miyamoto has referred to the creation of the Zelda games as an attempt to bring to life a miniature garden for players to play with in each game of the series. The story and study was developed by Takashi Tezuka, Seeking to create a fairy tale adventure game, Tezuka drew inspiration from fantasy books such as J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. According to Kaiji Taru, who wrote the backstory of the first game's manual, the location named Death Mountain was initially a working title for an earlier story inspired by the battles of medieval Europe, written with the concept of the Triforce. The Master Sword was inspired by its which originates from the Arthurian legend in the Welsh collection of Mabinu Hearing of American novelist, socialite, and painter Zelda Fitzgerald, Miyamoto thought the name sounded pleasant and significant. Paying tribute, he chose to name this princess after her and titled it The Legend of Zelda. Link and the fairy were inspired by Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Thank you, Wikipedia so yeah so instead of boring you with the story of each game i'll just give you i'm just gonna list off all the games and then i'm gonna talk about a few of my favorites because i mean if you're a zelda fan you know most of the games by now you know most of the story the story is basically the same throughout the whole thing hey gan is doing something evil or this person is doing something evil and it involves the triforce and zelda's in trouble go save zelda uh, to quote Edo Raptor from Sequelitis, you walk into a cave, the old man has a sword, and he's like, Here, take this. And you're like, Alright, cool, thanks. And then you leave. <laughs> so, we start with the first game in the series, The Legend of Zelda, which came out in 1986, followed by the Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, in 1987. And then we jump up to the Super Nintendo with A Link to the Past in 1981. And then we move to the. Game Boy in 1993, and then we go into the 3D area, 3D area, 3D era, where we have Ocarina of Time in 1998. Which I gotta, I gotta say, like it's still like obviously it's a great game. It it did a lot for the series, and it basically it defined the rest of the series. But to people who Go on comment section still now in 2021 and be like, "Ocarina of Time was the best game ever." I'm like, it's it's really not. Like it was revolutionary for sure. I'm not gonna deny that, but it's not the best Zelda game now, especially with all the ones that have come out now. So we got Ocarina of Time in 1988 for the Nintendo 64, and then there was also another release of Link's Awakening. For the Game Boy Color, and then we jump ahead to Majora's Mask for the N64 in 2000, which is definitely one of my top favorites. Uh, the Oracle games, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, came out for the Game Boy in 2001, uh, along with Four Swords. Which Four Swords? It was basically it was a, basically a re release of Late to the Past, but with an added like multiplayer feature. Uh, and then you got for the GameTube Wind Waker 2002 Uh, 2003 you have the Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition which I actually owned a copy of and I'm sad that I got rid of it because I'm probably going to get a lot of money now but I'm not bitter at all so (laughs) the Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition it it came out for the GameTube and it featured the original Zelda, Zelda 2 And then Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. And on it, it also had a demo for Wind Waker because at the time of its release, you know, Wind Waker was the new thing. Like, it either was gonna come out or just came out. So then we got Four Swords Adventure, which took the concept of the Four Swords thing from the uh, Links of the Past re-release and made it, like, its own game. And it styled all the links after Wind Waker Link. And that came out in 2002 for the GameCube, uh, Minish Cap, which was which came out in the Game Boy Advance, and again used Wind Waker Link. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, came out game, for the Game Boy Advance in 2004, and that's a really good game too. I have not yet finished it because you know I was playing it once, and then I lost access to be able to play the Game Boy games, and I just that was it. Uh, we jump ahead to 2006 with my personal favorite Zelda game of all time, Twilight Princess. And that came out on the GameCube and also the Wii. I think it came out... Uh, according to my research, it came out on the Wii and then the GameCube. I thought it originally came out on the GameCube, But, whatever. That I'll definitely talk into because instead of boring you with... The story of all the games in the series. I'm gonna rattle. I'm gonna talk about the ones from my personal favorite list. So then we got Phantom Hourglass, which again, Wind Waker style, came out for the Nintendo DS in 2002. And then Spirit Tracks, which was, I think, Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks were supposed to be are meant as sequels to Wind Waker. So yeah, Phantom Hourglass came out in 2002, Spirit Tracks came out in 2009, and then we got, in 2011, we got a the, uh, Nintendo 3DS remake of Ocarina of Time, aptly named Ocarina of Time 3D. And in 2011, we got one of the most, one of the most hated and then loved entries in the series, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Now... Star Wars Sword was released on the 25th anniversary of the Zelda series. It t- yeah, it came out in November 2011, and so many people hated it when it came out because of fee, because of the motion controls, but everybody, everybody's calmed down now, and now that it's getting released on the Switch, you know, people are growing to love it. And while we're talking about remakes, in, t- in 2013... Uh, Wind Waker HD came out for the Wii U, which basically it's the same Wind Waker except with some added features and better graphics. And then Link Between Worlds came out in 2013 as well, and was actually a long-awaited sequel to Link to the Past. And then Majora's Mask 3D came out in 2015, and basically it was a 3DS remake of Majora's Mask. Triforce Heroes. That's one I never played. It came out in 2015 for the three for the uh, 3DS, and it was a weird one. There was there was no Ganon. There was no Hyrule. It, it was it centered a lot on clothes. It was it was a weird entry in the series, and it was it was basically like an attempt to try to get that uh, four swords adventure kind type of style, but ultimately just it didn't do as well. Uh, Twilight Princess HD came out on the Wii U in 2016, which basically it took, it kind of took the same concept of the GameCube version. Because the weird thing about Twilight Princess is that the uh, there's a difference between the GameCube and the Wii version. I mean, uh, besides obviously controls, the game for some reason is flipped on the Wii version. So, like, you have the version on the GameCube, but you look on the Wii, that version is flipped. And the Wii version is actually the first one I owned. Is that It's the first Zelda game I ever owned, which is why Twilight Princess is my favorite. And then in 2017, for the Wii U and then later the Nintendo Switch, we got Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which honestly I absolutely love. I think it's definitely it's definitely in my, it's definitely in my top three. It's one of the best Zelda games out there. Uh in 2019 we got a remake of Link's Awakening for the Nintendo Switch. Uh later this year, in July, specifically according to this, we have the HD remake of Starward Sword. Which I'm I'm gonna be first in land to get because they uh they changed it up because the first the first Star Wars Sword was all about the motion controls. Like it's like, oh, Swing the Wii Remote to swing your sword, but this one, they fixed it around because of the way the Nintendo Switches. You obviously can't swing it around unless you're holding the Joy-Cons separately, but they figured a lot of people are going to have the Nintendo Switch Lite, which, you know, Joy-Cons don't come off. So like, okay, well, how are we going to fix the sword play if people can't swing it around? Well, they fixed it so that the right thumbstick, you move it in a different direction and it actually swings the sword that way so you can easily play it handheld without any motion controls and there's no date on this yet but as of right now they are in development of a sequel to Breath of the Wild which a lot of people are really waiting on including myself I'm really waiting on uh, the sequel to Breath of the Wild now <coughs> excuse me before, uh, how am I doing on time? Oh, I'm good. I I'm good, I'm good. So, before I get into talking about my favorite Zelda games, we have to acknowledge the bad ones. Yep. So this is in the Wikipedia under other games, CDI games. <laughs> There's also LCD games and. In- Canceled games here, which I'll look over the canceled games to see if there is anything interesting there. But the infamous CDI games. A series of video games was developed and released for the Philips CDI in the early 1990s as a product of a compromise between Philips and Nintendo after the companies failed to develop a CD ROM peripheral for the Super NES created independently with no observation or influence from Nintendo, obviously. The games are Link, the Faces of Evil and Zelda, the Wand of Gamelon together with Zelda's Adventure. Nintendo never acknowledged them in the Zelda timeline and they are considered to be in a separate self-contained canon. These games are widely acknowledged to be the worst installments in the, in the series. Now, if you don't remember the cdi games at all i'll play a clip if i can find a voice clip i'll play a clip right now gee it sure is boring around here yeah now you remember <laughs> but yeah the cdi games it's like it's gotten to the point with them i watched gameplay uh if you watch game grumps they did a whole series playing all of the cdi games and at this point with the cdi games it's down to the point where they're so bad they're good like i actually enjoy watching gameplay because of the train because of what a trade wreck they were uh ooh, in cancer games here's something interesting i found before its 2006 release Both Link and Samus from the Metroid series were planned to be playable characters for the Wii version of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. However, they didn't make the final release because they weren't Marvel characters. (laughs) Oh, but you can put Link in Soul Calibur for the GameCube. That's... In 2011, an unnamed Zelda 25th anniversary compilation was cancelled. To celebrate the 25th anniversary of the series, Nintendo of America originally had planned to release a compilation, planned to release a compilation of games together for the Wii, similar to the Collector's Edition disc released for the GameCube in 2003. However, Nintendo of Japan's president Satoru Iwata, rest in peace, and Shigeru Miyamoto decided against releasing it, believing it would be too similar to the Mar- Super Mario 25th Anniversary Collection released in 2010. Spinoffs, spinoffs. Oh, we're, we're talking about spinoffs. One of the wider known ones has got to be Haru Warriors. Which, if you know of the anything of the Dynasty Warriors series, it's basically that, but with Zelda. So Haru Warriors, a crossover game combining the setting of Nintendo's The Legend of Zelda series and the gameplay of Tecmo Dust or Dynasty Wars series. It was announced for the Wii U video game system in December 2013 and was released in North America in September 2014. Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors Legends, a version for the Nintendo 3DS, containing more content and gameplay modifications, was released in March 2016. To commemorate the launch of the My Nintendo Loyalty Program in March 2016, March or Nintendo released by Nintendo Picross The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess a Picross puzzle game developed by Jupiter for download to the Nintendo 3DS. Cadence of Hyrule developed by Brace Yourself Games and released in June 13, on June 13th June 2019 is an officially licensed crossover of Zelda with Crypt of the Necrodancer uh oh I was expecting to see Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity in here, but technically that's part of the, uh, it's not a spin-off, It's actually part of the canon because Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity actually takes place uh, years, of the hundred years before Breath of the Wild. So basically it's Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, and then Breath of the Wild is the sequel to that. Uh, crossovers. I mentioned Soul Calibur here, but, uh... Soul Calibur 2, yeah. So, Soul Calibur is a series of fighting games. And they have their own special characters, but... Throughout the series, they've featured guest characters. Like, they've had... In one, I remember they had... uh, Darth Vader and Starkiller from Force Unleashed and Yoda. One of them had Spawn. One of them had uh, Ezio from Assassin's Creed. But in Soul Calibur 2, in the GameCube release they had Link and I think Soul Calibur 2 that's the one that had Spawn for like every other version but the GameCube version had Link Uh, um, as far as crossovers I mean obviously he was put in the Smash Brothers series Uh, let's see Link using a design based on Star Wars Sword appears as a playable character in Mario Kart 8 via downloadable content along with a Hyrule Circuit racetrack themed on the Legend of Zelda series the first pack is named after the series. In a post-launch update for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Link and his vehicle received alternate styles based on Breath of the Wild. And he also got a... The Legend of Zelda series also got a DLC st- stage in Sonic Lost World. Uh, is, that enough, is that enough bullshit on the Zelda series I can spit off? Anyway, so yeah, going over... We did that. Uh, where are we at? 20 minutes. I'm actually going to take a little break because my throat kind of hurts from talking about all of that. But after this little break, I'm going to dive into my favorite games and we're going to talk about the Zelda timeline as well. So be right back. What? All right. So now that we've talked about each, you know, when each game is released and what the series in itself is about, and now that I'm not going to get interrupted for the 20th time, (laughs) I guess I swear to God, I tried to record this next part and I had like, I had like three different calls and then my wife came home and opened every goddamn window in the place, creating all kinds of background noise. So finally, let's everything go right. deep breath let's talk about the Zelda timeline now the Zelda timeline originally came out in a book called Hyrule Historia which basically is a little, like a behind the scenes thing on the Zelda series like concept art original ideas, and then one page had the Zelda timeline which Nintendo themselves released in order to be like hey this is how, this is how the timeline should go so Without getting into a lot of detail, let's go down this list. So we got the era of the Goddess of Hylia. What is going on? Thank you, Imdur, for giving me a smaller version of it. (laughs) But we start off with the beginning, you know, creation of the land of Sky and the era of the Goddess Hylia, which starts off with Stalwart Sword because Starward Sword takes place after the Ancient Battle and the Reincarnation. Well, it takes place during the reincarnation of the goddess Hylia, which Zelda is the reincarnation of Hylia. And the return to the surface, which... So, like, just in Skyward Sword, eventually with Styloth, you send it... After you go through the uh, Sky Temple dungeon, you send it back towards the surface. And, yeah, after the events of the game, peace returns to the land. So then we got... The sacred realm the sacred realm is sealed, the era of chaos, era of prosperity, the establishment. the era of prosperity is the establishment of the kingdom of Hyrule. So this is how during this time Hyrule came to be. And then sh- shortly after that, we move into the events of Minish Cap and Four Swords. Which see the rise of the evil body and then four swords has the resurrection of body. And then we go into the era of the hero of time which involves the Hyrulean Civil War, which separates, separates all the species, like it separates the humans from like, the Dorons, from the Zora. And this is where Ocarina of Time takes place, which where the Sacred Realm that was sealed during the Era of Chaos becomes the Dark World. Because during Ocarina of Time, when you pull out the Master Sword in the Temple of Time, Ganondorf sneaks through and kind of Messes everything up, so when you get into the future, when Link finally gets to the future, he sees that everything's kind of messed up. He's like, oh, Ganon's already taken over. And then this is also, this, during the events of Ocarina of Time, is also when Ganondorf becomes Ganon. Now, Ganon is basically the big, you know, the big pig version of Ganondorf, because Ganondorf himself is human. But with the power of the Triforce of Power, he becomes the Demon King Ganon. Now Ocarina of Time is where it kind of gets messy because after the events of Ocarina of Time the timeline splits into three separate timelines. So first let's go let's go to the left. Let's go to the the hero is defeated timeline. So this is the timeline that stem that comes from Ocarina of Time if Link is not, su- not successful. Like if Ganondorf of Ganon ends up killing Link in Ocarina of Time. So the hero is defeated timeline, we see the see the the decline of hyrule and the last hero so we got the imprisoning war which involves the events of link to the past link's awakening oracle of ages and oracle of seasons and link between worlds and they throw triforce heroes in here which i don't know if you can put that into uh the canon i've never played it so i guess i never li- really looked that into it but yeah i just triforce heroes is here too and then you got the what is that Something era. I don't know what that says. It's in like very faint writing. But it says the monarchs of Hyrule used the Triforce. And then you got the tragedy of Princess Zelda 1, which involves the events of the first, the very first Zelda games, both Zelda, Legend of Zelda and Zelda 2 Adventure of Lake. Now, if we go back up to Ocarina of Time and we go into where you know, Link defeats Ganondorf, which is what you do in the game. But if Link defeats Ganondorf, that timeline is the one that splits it two. So you got the one separate timeline where Link is defeated, and then you got two timelines that stem from Link defeating Ganondorf in of times. We got the child era and the adult era, which basically the child era is you know when you start out as Link as a child. You got that era of events that goes on, and then you got the adult era, which the yeah, adult link, you know, when the an adult in those events. So the child era is uh, involves the sacred realm remains protected, and this is the twilight realm and the legacy of the hero. So right after Ocarina of Time, we got Majora's Mask. And then after that, we have uh, the execution of Ganondorf. But not really, which that leads into the events of Twilight Princess. We got the Shadow of Vision because you got Xan taking over with the with the power of Ganondorf, and because of that, Ganondorf is allowed to revive and come back, only to be stabbed right through the heart by Link. Stabbed through the heart. <laughs> I'm sorry, but but Ganondorf doesn't stay dead for long because after that. We have Four Swords of Venture, which sees the reincarnation of both Ganondorf, Ganondorf and Vadi from uh, from Minish Cap. Now, if we go back up, we got the Adult Era in which Ganondorf is sealed. So then we got the Hero of Winds and a New World. So let's start off this timeline. Ganondorf is resurrected. resurrected. Hyrule is sealed and then flooded. So basically, to protect Hyrule from the resurrection of Ganon, they sealed off Hyrule in a magical, like bubble of sorts, and then flooded the land, so it became a giant ocean, which is you know leads to the events of Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass. So then, shortly after Phantom Hourglass, we have a new con- a new continent discovered, and they make that the new Hyrule Kingdom, which leads it to the events of Spirit Tracks. And now, all these, all these timelines, according to at least this image, lead into the resurrection of Ganon being prevented. And basically, Ganon tries to come back, but he doesn't, which leads into the events of Breath of the Wild, in which Ganon is sealed. So basically, Ganon tries to come back in the events of Breath of the Wild, and there's this whole war going on, and Link is, Linked along with other, champions are trying to fight off Ganon but Zelda, well, well in the meantime, before all this, Zelda is trying to harness her power of the Triforce but it, when it really comes to it, she is able to hold off Ganon and Link is severely injured so she orders some Sheeta soldiers to take Link to the Shrine of Resurrection to put him to sleep for a hundred years. Meanwhile, during this whole hundred years Zelda is holding Ganondorf captive, she's keeping him contained until, like, 100 years later, Link breaks out, and then you do all this stuff in Breath of the Wild, and then you finally defeat Ganon, and Zelda is able to, de- excuse me Link- Zelda is able to defeat him once and for all. Now obviously we're gonna see what happens in Breath of the Wild 2 that's gonna extend the timeline even more but, yeah we'll see what happens with Zelda 2 so, yeah, that's the Zelda timeline. And now, if I had to rank these, if I had to rank all of these based on my favorites, I'd say, let's do a top 10. So, started at number 10, 10 to 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Sorry, I have to like look through these. So, number 10, I would have to put. The f- uh would have to. Oh, ten to nine. I'll put the first two Zelda's like Not that I, not that I don't like them. It's just that, like, obviously they're they're really they're good. They're just really too simple for the time. But they were revolutionary for the time. Uh, number eight. Number eight. I would put Four Swords Adventure because it's still. I mean, it's still canon, but it's still like it's um, it's more multiplayer based. Uh, number seven what would I put for number s- I'm only going off of ones I played honestly seven I would put I would put <laughs> this is going to piss a lot, of, a lot of people off but number seven now that I think about it I would have to put Ocarina of Time like I said not because I don't like it I still really like Ocarina of Time I just don't agree that it's the like the best game ever or the best Zelda game ever because, obviously, by me putting it in number 7, I think there are better Zelda games on this list. Uh, six, I would put Minish Cap. Only because I've never gotten a chance to finish it, and I would definitely put it higher in the list if I got to finish it but fun fact about that I did hear that I did see a thing that like I don't think any other Zelda game has I mean a lot of them have it, have it but like I would say time limits not like with George Bass but like like a secret time limit where you secretly there's like a secret timer that you don't know about and if you just wait around for X amount of time something happens there's a part in tap where I guess you have to, like, Vadi is about to steal Zelda, and you only have, like, three minutes, I think, to get to the top of the castle to fight Vadi. But there's, like, a secret timer that you don't see, but it's always there. So if you wait around for too long, eventually Vadi wins and game over. Uh, what was that? That sets? Uh, five. 5, Lynch Awakening. More specifically, the uh, Nintendo Switch remake. Because while Link's Awakening is definitely an interesting concept and an interesting story, I like the Switch remake more because it's just the controls are way better. Uh, what is that 5? Uh, number 4, I put Majora's Mask. Both... The original and the uh, 3DS remake, just because of how dark it is, and you know you have this over the sense of impending doom throughout the entire game. I say four, three. What would I put as three? Starward Sword for sure. Well, actually, no. Four, four would be Wind Waker because I really love Wind Waker. Three, Starward Sword to Breath of the Wild and my number one favorite Zelda game of all time has got to be Twilight Princess only because it's the first Zelda game I ever owned, the first one the one I spent the most time with and the first one I ever completed 100% and I just love I love the darker tones of it some of my favorite moments from that are the uh, just with anything with Midna uh, just the, uh, the whole wolf thing like I love playing as a wolf I mean, I'm a little biased because wolves are my favorite animal. And there's that weird sequence where one of the spring spirits is talking to Link and telling him about uh, the dark interlopers that tried to do something with the Triforce. But it's like a whole nightmare scene. It's just, it's odd. It's just, it's it's really weird. But... Uh, <laughs> One funny thing I want to mention about Twilight Princess is that, like, at the end of it, you you, uh, fight the resurrected Ganondorf in three different stages, should I add. So, the first... no, four. Four stages. So, the first stage is he takes control of Zelda's body and uses her as a puppet. Then, when you get through that stage, he transforms into Ganon, you know, beast, Beast Ganon, tries to run you down. And after you defeat him there, then he he destroys the castle and kills, quote unquote, he, t- he kills Minna, who's been your partner throughout this whole game. Honestly, Minna is the best partner in any video game, next to Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite. But then that one, there's a. And then you have a thing with Zelda where she goes into. She gathers the spirits of the springs and summons the bow of light. And then stage three is you fighting Ganondorf on horseback. And then stage four is finally just you one-on-one with Ganondorf. And it ends with Link leaping to the air and stabbing him right through the heart. But uh, one funny thing I want to mention, the funny thing I was going to mention earlier is with this this ending cutscene, there's a part where Link sees Binda in the distance and he runs off toward her but if you manage to equip the iron boots before you deliver the final blow on Ganon, he keeps the iron boots on throughout that cutscene. So instead of him just running in this big music, you just hear clang, 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 (laughs) clang. Also, one thing I'd like to do right before the end is equip the, uh, the magical rupee armor. Now it's armor. You can get, it's really expensive at first, but after you do a certain quest, uh, you can get it from High Test Town for cheap, and it's really good armor. It keeps you, it keeps you safe. It, I think it makes you basically invulnerable. But the only thing is, it runs off of rupees. So every time you get, every time you get hit, it doesn't take you out of your health. It takes it out of your rupees. And once you run on no, once you out of rupees, you know suit runs out of power. But basically, I never really used it during gameplay. I just equipped it right at the end of the game before I deliver the final blow on Ganon so that that carries over into the ending cutscenes but yeah Twilight Princess is my absolute favorite of all time and I honestly see a bright future for the Zelda series I don't know if Nintendo's ever going to hear this I highly doubt it but Nintendo in case you're out there listening get us a remake of Minish Cap for Christ's sake (laughs) Uh, but yeah, as far as new Zelda games, we got the Breath of the Wild sequel coming out at some point. I don't know when. And this year, we're going to see the HD remake of Skyward Sword, which I'm really looking forward to because with the uh, obviously you can with the Joy Cons, you can have a lot, a lot more, uh, a lot better motion controls for the sword. But they figured a lot of people are going to get it for the Nintendo Switch Lite. So they were probably thinking, well, how are we going to do the sword control that we used to do with motion controls on something that doesn't that doesn't move? So they incorporated the controls now so that you can do non-motion control based combat. You can use the right stick to swing the sword around, which I'm honestly looking really... I'm really looking forward to. Ugh but to recap Legend of Zelda is a great video game series and if you've never played it before I highly recommend it um if you're gonna start out if you're just starting out I would recommend i trying to think of what's available now uh I would recommend Wind Waker or Majora's Mast or Ocarina of Time definitely like Like as much as I don't think Ocarina of Time deserves the best Zelda game title, I definitely think it's a good starter. It's a good starter game for the series. So, if you're just starting out, I highly recommend Ocarina of Time or Wind Waker or or Link to the Past. But, uh, yeah. Uh, It's been a long day and I think I'm going to call it there for my Legend of Zelda series. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed talking about it. Like I said, it's my favorite one of my, my, it's basically my favorite video game series of all time. And I just, I love it so much. I love, I love what it's done and I love seeing where the series is going to go in the future. So yeah, that's my episode on Legend of Zelda. If you liked it, I was about to go into the old Jacksepticeye intro. uh, I was about to go into the old Jacksepticeye outro where I was going to be like, If you liked it, punch the like button in the face like a boss. But there's no like button on a podcast, so... I mean, there's a favorite. So, if you don't favorite this podcast, I will come to you and I will not give you a handshake. But... Yeah. (laughs) Anyway that's gonna be it uh, let me know what you guys think let me know what your favorite this is legend of those other episodes are my social medias uh, supercam64 on pretty much anything instagram, twitter, tiktok, youtube why does my phone keep going off ah uh... <laughs> uh, and uh, as always there's a uh, link in the description of this podcast to send me a voice message but that's gonna be it for me this week uh, next week who knows what I'm gonna talk about that's the beauty of the show whatever I just talked about whatever I feel like. So until, until actually, <laughs> I was going to say until next week, but we got my new, the news episode on Wednesdays. So, you know, come back on Wednesday for me talking about the news. Come back next Saturday for me talking about some other topic I got on my notes. So until then, take care, everyone. Stay classy. Drink plenty of water. Love you. Bye. Have a great time.